What was it like working with Tyrone Power? <laughs> I crack myself up sometimes, but anyway. <laughs> well, you know, I, well, let me tell you, just as an addendum to uh, we were talking about Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is the one of the producers of Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and I are going to be working for a few days next week <laughs> together in Kentucky. So cool. Who, who knew, right? Well, you never know. So don't, if you piss the wrong person off, you might not have those opportunities, right? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Now, why don't you tell us the film that we're doing right now? Okay, a couple weeks ago, we did Nightmare Alley. Guillermo right. del Toro directed it. Right. Bradley Cooper's in it. All the bells and whistles and all that. This is it's a remake. This is actually the original movie, which is from a book by the same title, of course. But this has Tyrone Power, who's very charming. Uh, but I didn't know much about Tyrone Power. I looked up his career and I was like, I don't think I've seen any of his movies. Maybe one. And then I didn't realize he died of a heart attack at 44, like on the set. Yeah, he died young. He died uh, on the set in, in Spain, I guess it was. Yeah. Uh, and I think that he was also in World War II. I think he was, yeah. Because most of his stuff grunt. was right after he the was, war. He was like a grunt in World War II. <laughs> you know? But I found it pretty... I, I was impressed by him. I hadn't really seen him in anything. And I was like, okay, he has a lot of charisma. And he's carrying this movie on his shoulders, oh, yeah. basically. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> yeah. He is actually completely carrying this movie. Yeah. You know, I, I even noticed that that there are are not a lot of secondary characters that that are anywhere near his status. But but I'm gonna throw There's this always out. a but. When you're talking about here's actors, the there's point. always a but here's the point. Here's the thing is even in his world, even the in this world, he is above everybody else until he isn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's actually a good point because that's what the whole story's about. It's about that's, it is literally it, it's 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 it, I mean, it is the story of uh of a cycle of a a guy that is a con man. Yeah, this how you deceive everybody and then where that could end up. Yeah, and then eventually, eventually, when you know the the rubber meets the road. You know, you become a skid mark, you know? Yeah. I thought this was actually, I thought the, the story was better woven than the remake was. I, I thought it was too. more interesting. And I it was a little it was... darker. It seemed like, for me, for a 1947 movie, it didn't seem kind of dark. Like, <laughs> I mean. Well, you know what? You know what? He also, the thing is, is also the, the women in the most recent one were more important than they were in that one, in this one. Guillermo del Toro, the women were, were a lot stronger than they are in this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And well, most, you have like, I'll be a good, good wife to you. Come on, I'll, be, I'll do anything you want. That's, that's right. It, 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 and the problem is, is that it, it seems very um, uh, dated. <laughs> is it dated? Uh, a, oh, what's what? happening? What was that? I don't uh, know, but she was screaming at me. Yeah, she, she was. She was <laughs> right in your ear. <laughs> so uh, I. Uh, well, no. So it showed her. Showed that okay, that character, the girl that went with him right. to the big city, whatever. 
She right. started off weak, but then at the end, she was pretty strong. Like she. Right. Well, not only, but but this is where I was going to point out is that she. I, I mean, both characters, the Molly in both of these, right? Does the one turn away, right, and says, "I'm getting, I'm forget you." Da da da. What I do like about this one is that it's there's a little bit of the of of a redemption at the very very end which i thought was kind of sweet you know which which of course guillermo del toro didn't do that no 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 <laughs> he just left he just left the guys twisting in the wind <laughs> yeah this had a better ending well 1947 ending for sure yeah no it, <laughs> but i just thought the whole thing was dark up until that point actually like it was this well, is 1947 I'm, I'm like okay the other one got the other one kind of got light and light and airy in the middle right uh, and then just dived you in at the very end and, and and you know left you as a geek and i did like how some of the story was different here in this one it was a little different his relationships with certain women <laughs> was right. a lot different right yeah 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 <laughs> And and, uh, and the death of a certain character. Yeah. You know, that 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 was part of that the was darkness. so different. Yeah. That was part of the <laughs> darkness. Was the death of that character being on his, you know, working. You know, it's because there was no weakness in that character in Guillermo del Toro's until he completely fell apart at the end. Right. In this one, he carried a weakness with him that you that that kept coming out in. You know the dreams and how he sleeps and all the rest of that. So I think that made it better because it was more. I think it did. I I, I think that it. I think that it. It didn't make it so cut and dried. I I also have to say that this was a really well done film. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, I mean it, it is abs- It is shot beautifully. And I would never have watched this if it wasn't for Guillermo del Toro's remake. Right. You know what? That's, and it's a funny thing. It, 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 you know, I got to thinking that. I thought I, I would never have seen this if it wasn't for uh, Guillermo del Toro. And yet the richness yeah. of, you know, it was a black and white film. And and, and it's really uh, not like it's Well, I said it was dated as far as the way <laughs> the sexes are treated but i think it's not dated yeah. as far as story or how it's shot it's it's really right. it's, well done it's gorgeous well one thing one thing that i've always noticed about black and white film is that black and white film when it's done right when the lighting is right when the develop when they you know were using good stock and all the rest of that they only had a very thin that the, the the film is actually thinner than color film because it doesn't have to represent uh three different tones okay so because of that the the in the very thinness of the film and the fact that it only has to represent two tones you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, it makes it um two tones and every shade in between yeah contrast yeah. well you behind me there's a whole bunch look of at, contrast right you. there i mean just look at behind you look at how <laughs> incredibly crisp and and yeah oh whoops wait, wrong way <laughs> and i'm not sure and this is a perfect example of that you know uh this this film this film had such depth in the circus stuff no right? absolutely uh 
of course, I have to say is the rest of the the circus stuff at Guillermo del Toro's was beautiful, right? Um, and I well, the geek was more interesting for sure. Yeah, <laughs> geek, well. I don't even remember seeing the geek at the beginning. I was like, where is he? I had to rewind it. I'm like, did I right. miss the geek? Uh, there wasn't a lot of geek. <laughs> no. no. Right, right. There, there was. By the way, and let's go for the second thing. <laughs> Because we saw the geek in Guillermo del Toro's in the very beginning, immediately you knew <laughs> that the other guy was going to wind up being the geek, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, instantly you went, oh, well, that, that, you know, like, it's like if there was no doubt, all you had to do was look at the geek and look at him looking at the geek and go, oh, well, you know, this, this is going to be a long drive, but we're going to get the same place. Right? It's like showing a close-up of a ring. <laughs> right. And, and then, and, oh, it must be important and then, for some and, and then ending the show on a marriage, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> At a wedding, right? That's exactly, that was exactly, I, I can't admit, I, there was somebody I was talking to uh, uh, about this film, uh, and, and he goes, he goes, well, you know, uh, I, I said, the problem that I, that, oh, I, I saw, I don't remember what it was. There was a some post somewhere on some films, and and somebody posted that this film had a great ending, and I was like, or that Guillermo del Toro's version of this had a great ending, and I was like, yeah, well, except for you saw the ending then within the first four minutes of the film, <laughs> you just you just yeah, exactly. saw the ending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in this one, in this one, they were more careful about not connecting the geek all the way through yeah it was also it's very clear that different acting styles you know yeah. are very clear too it's like yeah. so yeah, you have well, to be comfortable with watching a movie from the 40s well see and, and that's a trick though i mean there, there's boy there is something about watching uh movies from the 40s or or even um even watching uh television from the 60s right and it's amazing <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you something that I noticed about television from the 60s and this is going to blow your mind but the most um the most uh uh, uh forward thinking stuff that I saw uh and and I've been watching a lot of the 60s uh TV series and stuff and uh probably one of the ones that has the best depiction of women uh would have to be the Adams family and uh and uh the monsters oh i can see that yeah, <laughs> i can totally see that I, I, especially when we talk about the daughter on uh the monsters yeah yeah but but you know just the fact that they had a different structures in their house i mean to this day the uh uh the talk that uh what about uh herman gives gives to uh uh, Eddie Munster, yes. that talk that he gave about about uh, inclusion to this to this day, you can play that, and it just rings just as true as you can imagine all the way across. That's true. What about my three sons? That was a different setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah. If you really want to see, uh, if you really see want want to see the most sexist. <laughs> show you've ever seen uh take a look at um the one with the horse 
<laughs> Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. Oh my god. I used to love that when I was a kid just because I was fascinated by the host I, talking. <laughs> I loved it when I was a kid. And then I thought, well, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna watch some of them with with my granddaughters and stuff. And yeah. I got through like one of them, I was going, Oh, oh, oh. I oh I get it now. Then there's my mother the car. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad too. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. I mean, you know, you, you, they're uh, and, and to me, I tell you, the best uh, out of the whole bunch uh, would probably would have to be uh, you know, literally the Munsters is probably the best one. Well, that's and one I'm of my favorite shows. And I, I love truly, that show. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Munsters as much as I am of uh, the Adams Family. Really, I love I like Munsters. I would go with Munsters if I had a choice. Yeah, see, and I, and I would go. You know what? When you grow up, you're you're either Munsters or Adams Family. Very I mean, I like rarely. Adams Family. It's kind of like how I feel about Star Wars and Star Trek. I won't say which one I like more, but I like them both. <laughs> but I like one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I I, I like them both. But I definitely like the monsters more. I can say that up. Definitely, been, yeah. uh, I'm I'm an Adams fan. Yeah, definitely. How could you not like Herman Munster? <laughs> and, I, and I and I'm you know what? And I'm also uh, definitely a uh, a a fan of uh, Star Trek over Star Wars. But um, but the problem is is that Star Trek lately has uh, become a therapy session. <laughs> Well, it kind of it kind of was already. What the hell happened? The new generation was kind of the start of the the therapy sessions, I think, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah, but have you watched Discovery lately? I need to catch up on that. It's oh my god! Wait until you do, and then you and then you re, you realize that that they're all in therapy, and 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 the great thing is is this is that you know the 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 guy that they're all going that's that's supposed to be the you know the head shrink of the whole bunch is having his own problems thinking that he needs therapy. He just doesn't know where to go. <laughs> right. Well, you know, no show is perfect. We're talking about sexism and stuff. I mean, I think thing was a little handsy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had well, 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 I had that sitting yeah. on my brain. I had to get yeah, rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> thing, the thing is, is you, you know, you watch shows like that when you're a kid and the next thing is you grow up and you, and you look like cousin it <laughs> but you do have a good point though if you look back at some of the shows like i look back at some of the shows i used to watch and i'm like oh like, what did he just say yeah. or... <laughs> be really careful going back and looking at you go oh oh yeah no i get it now uh, uh my uh, uh i i think to myself that uh I, I grew up in a family that was that, that had a, a my mother was very strong and she was a probation officer and and all the re rest of that and had gone to college and uh, w was an artist and at the same time and I had barely realized this but she was she was uh, she was full grown in in World War II as was my dad my dad was a pilot and. Uh, and when you realize that while I was still in high school, that they hadn't, that for her to get a credit card, she had to be co-signed by my father. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. And I remember her bringing this up at the time. And I had 
no idea what any of that meant, right? It changed in 74. Hmm. So, wow. so like <laughs> only a year, only a year later, I was like out of high school. Uh, so that's, that's a, that's a, I just didn't, you know, until you get down and you look at it and you go, man, alive. <laughs> that seems pretty screwed up. Yeah. Anyway, I think I've completely gotten off the track there. Speaking uh, of therapy sessions. <laughs> there were how therapy does Cousin It remind you of your mother? Because <laughs> she's the, that was the last thing you said before. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Okay, so, so Star Trek. If you need therapy, watch Star back Trek. To the, back if you to the want film. a good escape, watch. Actually, watch this movie. I think people should watch this because I think it's one that I had no I think idea. It, it's incredibly, it is incredibly well done. Uh, and it's like three days at, or three years after, uh, isn't it three years after World War II? Do yeah, I have my years yeah right? it's, it's after World War II. So if Tower and Power was in the military, he probably literally just, just got back from the war like right before he shot yeah. this. Yeah, you, you have to, yeah, I think that this was done in 40, was it 47 or? It came out, it came out in 47, yeah, so. It came, came out in 47, right? So in 46, uh, he just, he had already uh, gotten back and gone directly you know, to, um, yeah, he was, I think that he was a gunner in a plane. Oh, wow. Uh, huh. in, in a, one of the small planes, not the, in a two engine, like a, a two engine, uh, um, uh, a 26 Marauder or something like that. Uh, boy. Yeah. I, I've tracked too many of these people lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always for, for some, you know what? I'm of the age. See this beard, see this beard, see all that gray hair. Okay, that means that that means immediately that you have a certain fascination for World War Two. Yeah, and that's why I made Who the mistake knew? of I thinking didn't you worked with Tyrone Power, but no, you didn't work you with him. What? You just, you you just studied what? him. You know what? And, and you know what I want to say? I want to say fuck you for that. <laughs> Sorry, I mean I have gray hair. You can't see it. Well, here we go. See, I have a little gray hair. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's because I, I was watching too many movies about World War Two. I yeah, like all those know, John I, Wayne I have movies. Worked, I, I have worked with a lot of, you know, uh, I, I worked with Phyllis Diller. I worked. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Uh, that's awesome, though. I, I mean, I that, worked, that's awesome. I worked with Phyllis Diller, uh, who, who uh, the thing that was really funny about her is she used to laugh all the time about the facelifts and stuff like that. And, and the thing is, is <laughs> when I worked with her and she was like pretty old, you know, her her hands literally looked like a raven's claws. <laughs> <laughs> was that on Tales of the Dark Side or was that? It was Tales of the okay. Dark Side. Funny that you see, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I. Uh, uh, well, Tales of the Dark Side had a lot of Larry, older actors on there, right? Yeah, I mean, Larry Tenney. Uh, you know, we had a lot of guys come through there that were like, you know, old royalty and stuff, you know? Yeah. <sighs> You can't see that nowadays. You have to buy the Johnny Carson roast to see anybody that's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of any oh, name yeah. or no, Dean Martin did the roast. Dean Martin roast. Yes. Dean Martin. Roast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dean, Dean Martin did roast all the way up to. I, I think he was still doing them in the eighties when he was doing nothing but, but, you know, doing a roast and then he'd go back and he's, he was fascinated with TV. Wasn't he busy pissing off uh, Jerry Lewis? <laughs> Well, the two of them were thrown together. At some point in the 80s, there was like some guy that thought that he was going to make love between the two of them. <laughs> yeah. Invited the two of them onto live TV at the same time. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. And 
It was at one. Uh, where was, was it the it? telethon or was it? No, it wasn't the telethon. It was. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Right. But but evidently the two of them were just frosty as hell to each other, and and they never saw each other again after that. So. See, and that's another thing I like all the. I liked all the Martin Lewis and stuff. All the Martin Lewis movies. I like all those cheesy movies they made. Yeah. Never like at the I army swear, and stuff like that. I swear for me, for my entire life. I like life, stupid things. Jerry, Jerry Lewis's, just, just the sound of his voice to me is just. just hey, lady. Oh, God. <laughs> See, I, I own the Nutty Professor. I have the. I have I have all those movies. I have the Bellboy. <laughs> I have Cinderella. Yeah, for some reason, him him and Dick Van Dyke, you know, were, were two guys that I just cannot. Those stand. Are, see, it's funny. Those are two of my favorites. And <laughs> either one of them can I am. Just, I think Vincent Price agrees with you. <laughs> I like Dick Van Dyke and Jerry Lewis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> are you gonna rate this movie? I'm gonna rate this movie. Oh, it's a hard one. It. What did I rate the other one, the remake? Because I want to rate this more. Or, 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 oh, I don't know. Wait, you I know think what? I said it was average. We, it was like yeah, a three. We were, pretty average. we were pretty average on the other one. I, I give us a pretty good rating. It's a pretty solid movie. I don't think it blew I, me away, but I think... Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm saying a 3.8. I, 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 liked the, I, I liked it a whole lot. I, I liked it. I got to tell you, I liked it a lot more than I liked the, uh, the new one. Uh, you know, it's Guillermo... Guillermo did a great job of the um, uh, of the circus, but for the rest of it, kind of this one just kind of kills it. Exactly. No, I I think I'm gonna give this a three point nine just because I feel bad that the the main the the actor died when he was only forty four, and I'm older than that, so I feel old now. Yeah, yeah, makes you feel weird sometimes, doesn't it? You know? It, yeah, it's like oh, it's should like, I be more careful? I, it's like I'm getting to the age where you know. <laughs> You know, there's there's a magic number that you have to look out for. Evidently, it's sixty nine. Yeah, sixty nine. I was looking for that my whole life <laughs> when I was a young lad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But is it real? From, is it real? Stay, no, 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 <laughs> okay. no. Stay away from it because because you're going to join the uh, the David Bowie, Tom Petty, uh, you know, Heartbreakers tour. Well, if you just breeze on past it, heaven. you got to be like Mick Jagger and just <laughs> just keep going. Well, or or, or just you know uh, be like uh, uh, Keith Richards and get so high that you pickle yourself. Thing is, is that <laughs> if you go with the Keith Richards thing, you had to have started early. Yes, I mean you you had to have been pickled at eighteen. Uh, formaldehyde by by thirty, you know you you have to be way deep in there. I think I would go with the Betty White or the George Burns approach. Just be funny all the time. Well, that's true. Betty you know, White, you, I don't know. She must. She, I think she might have done some witchcraft or something because she was she would look really good when she was she older. Really did. <laughs> so. Yeah, she did. No, but a George, I would take the George Burns approach. Just, yeah, just yeah, yeah. be there really funny and, and be, you know, chill. He was a pretty chill guy. Smoked a lot of cigars. That's probably what saved his life was the cigars. Yeah, he, he, went, he went to his wife's uh, uh, tomb every day and and put his hand on, on her uh, breast. On her breast. If you want to, if you're into radio shows, by the way. On her breast. If you're into old radio shows and you haven't heard Burns and Allen, you have to check it out. 
yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But some of the jokes are kind of corny, but I mean, you listen to our show, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you listen to us, so. <laughs> you have absolutely no taste. 